Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're the Polter Gals. Spooky. <laughs> this week's episode is Pine Barrens in New Jersey. So, this is known as also known as Pinelands or simply the Pines. It is the largest remaining example of the Atlantic Coastal Pine Barrens ecosystem, stretching across more than seven counties of New Jersey. The name Pine Barrens refers to the area's sandy, acidic, nutrient-poor soil. <laughs> Shroil. Shroil. Soiled it! <laughs> Soiled it! <laughs> I saw Soiled that it! One. That was a whole mouthful. SpongeBob reference? Oh. Soiled it! Spoiled it. Spoiled it! Under the sea. <laughs> Under the sea. <laughs> uh, although European settlers could not cultivate their familiar crops there, the unique ecology of the Pine Barrens supports a diverse spectrum of plant life, including orchids and carnivorous plants. Yikes. Ooh. Um, the Linny Lenap, however pronounce that, L-E-N-A-P-E, Indians first inhabited the area around 1200 AD. European settlements began springing up along the wow, that's a big word, Molucca River. Molucca? Molucca. There you go. By 1694, scholars know that the Lenape tribes burned the woods in the spring and fall to reduce underbrush and improve plant yields and hunting conditions. Ooh. Yikes. And why have we not learned Indians on land and anything? Hauntings. Yes. And bad things. Always. (laughs) 100% of the time. So why? Why? Uh, Let's see. And the iron industry brought jobs and wealth to the pine pine barrens with New Jersey producing much of the iron used during the Revolutionary War. Revolutionary War and War of 1812. What war was that? The War of 1812? It was literally called the War of 1812. Wow, apparently I need to open up a book. <laughs> I know, we're always talking about opening it up. It's literally the War of 1812. 
Googling it with Debbie. As the you- War of 1812 was a conflict fought by the United States of America and its indigenous allies against Great Britain and its allies in British North America. Was this also- with limited participation by Spain and Florida. Was, was this not the French and Indian War, or is that just a completely different... I don't know. Listen. Oh. I'm pretty sure the French and Indian War. French and Indian War. Oh. The French and Indian War is also known as the War of 1812. So, yeah. <laughs> no, okay. no, no, no. The French and Indian War was the, was a theater of the Seven Years' War, which pitted the North American colonies of the British Empire against those of the French, each side being supported by various Native American tribes. Wow. I need to brush up on my history. The tensions that caused the War of 1812 arose from the French... Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> the tensions that caused the War of 1812 arose from the French Revolution from 19, from excuse me, 1792 to 99 and Napoleonic Wars of 1799 to 1815. During this nearly constant conflict between France and Britain, America's interests were injured by each of the two countries' endeavors to block the United States from trading with each other. Yikes. There you go. That was a... That was a whole lot for my puny little brain. It's <laughs> good. But yeah, War of 1812. Great. More you know. French and Indian War. There you go. Well, getting educated by Debbie instead of me. <laughs> Education today. <laughs> I get to give the history on this one. Oh, well, I'll just see myself out there. Oh, no. Please continue. <laughs> so, other industries that thrived in the Pine Barrens include glassmaking, paper, cotton, and clay production. However, when coal was discovered in Pennsylvania, many area residents headed west. Communities were abandoned overnight, leaving behind more ghost towns than almost any other state in the U.S. Along with these ghost towns, the area is known to have an abundance of ghosts and other supernatural creatures, which this area is known for one. In particular. Yes. Which we'll <laughs> find out more later. If you guys haven't already guessed, put your guesses in the comments now. <laughs> Don't forget to hit that like button before you lock in your answer. You know those dumb videos on YouTube, how they do that. Oh, no. <laughs> is that what this has come to now? I don't know. It's all about the views, baby. <laughs> okay. Speaking of babies, as long as you're a baby ghost, I think you're great. Oh, yeah. Be a baby ghost. Join us on Patreon. Yes. I made a really cute post recently, and if you didn't see it on our Instagram, then I guess you got to go follow our Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then once you're following our Instagram, you're going to have to go follow our Patreon. And then when you're following our Patreon, you're going to have to find us on Facebook. When you yes. find us on Facebook, you got to make sure you listen to our show every Friday. Every Friday. That's the order of events. <laughs> oh. oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Lord, these order of events in 1978. <laughs> Congress designated 1.1 million acres of coastal plain in southern New Jersey to be protected as part of the Pinelands National Reserve. That's about 20% of New Jersey's landmass, according to Visit New Jersey. Uh, this was America's first national reserve established to protect the unique ecology of the region. Ooh. However, the history of the Pine Barrens dates back much further than 1978. That's very true. So, 
Now I'm going to talk about some of the spooky happenings oh. in the woods, the pine woods. Oh. Not Pinewood Coffee Shop. Shout out, though. Very good coffee. Please sponsor us. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so obviously the most well-known supernatural being in New Jersey is the Jersey Devil. Oh. So the Jersey Devil is probably the most famous paranormal Pine Barrens resident. Legend says that the demonic creature was the 13th child of Deborah Leeds, born in 1735. Oh, no. If you don't know who Deborah Leeds is, um, <laughs> my name's also Deborah. <laughs> Definitely not related. Um, oh. So the Leeds Almanac. So basically the people that, like, did the Almanac. The Farmer's Almanac. Oh, no. Anyway, so also, oh, no. 13th child of the 13th daughter of the 13th coven of 13 members. 1313. What have we talked about? Numbers, meaning spooky Winchester. things. Winchester. Um, 13. Like this. We're having PTSD flashbacks. I, no. <laughs> no. So, being this, um, they the literal spawn of Satan, um, this creepy crisp cryptid, this creepy crisps did, crispy crispid, crispy crispid, crispy chicken. Anyway. This creepy cryptid is said to have wings and hooves. So you know what? Maybe we could make crispy cryptid chicken nuggets. <laughs> that might be good. <laughs> Do we make it in other cryptid shapes like dino? Like oh, the dino like dino nuggets, nuggets but yeah. they're cryptid nuggets? Yeah. I want a Bigfoot nugget. That'd be awesome. Guys, we're going in business. And then you could have like Don't the Loch Ness. Don't steal Oh my gosh. So we're going to have the Jersey Devil, uh, Bigfoot. And, oh, we got to have Mothman. Yes. Oh, we got to get Loch Ness. We got to get Nessie. You named my daughter after the Loch Ness <laughs> monster? You I think you that. have some sort of wolfy claim to my child? Okay. Welcome to Poltergals, where Debbie just quotes Twilight for every day. I totally forgot about that. Uh, Bella, where you been, Loka? I totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, the Jersey Devil is said to have wings, chicken wings, um, and hooves, yeah. <laughs> um, with a horse-like head, claws, forked tail, and a blood-curdling scream. Many South Jersey residents have actually spotted the beast. The legend of the 13th child of Mrs. Leeds, who has been haunting the area for two and a half centuries, according to the Pinelands Alliance. This article also states that the Jersey Devil has been spotted in about 50 different towns. Oh, God. A variation of the tale tells a young woman who encounters a passing gypsy begging for food. She was frightened and refused. The gypsy then cursed her for her refusal. Years later, in 1850, with the curse forgotten, when the girl gave birth to her first child, a male, he then became a devil and fled into the woods. Oh. So that's a little more history about it. And then um, also, there's another famous version of the story where in October of 1830, a resident of Vienna, New Jersey, of course, not like Vienna, you know, abroad. Oh, Vienna, New oh, Jersey, Vienna, Joyzy, 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 and uh, Mr. John Villette was entertaining his children with a mask that he made—a mask of a monstrous face. Oh no! It became a yearly tradition and was adopted by the local townsmen. Its population grew, and it was repeated late in October as parents and children alike put on scary faces and costumes. Yikes! But yeah. And then um, there's also another origin story to the Jersey Devil. Are you ready for this one? Oh, no. So this story tells of a young Leeds Point girl who 
who had fallen in love with a British soldier. The British had come into the region because of the iron furnaces at Bathstow were supplying the privateers. In 1778, the British engaged the Americans at the Battle of Chestnut Neck. Chestnut Neck. Yep, that's what it says. <laughs> the townsfolk opposed the match, calling her a liaison and an act of treason. They cursed the girl, and according to the legend, she later gave birth to her child that then became the Jersey Devil. Oh, no. So, the Jersey Devil is clearly a product of folklore and legend, um, but that doesn't mean that, like, you know, it doesn't have some truth, right? I hope there's not a Jersey Devil, but let's not, you know, shut it down right now, because, yikes. Well, I'd be terrified if I saw him. <laughs> well, late at night in the Pine Barrens Forest, people might see or sense it, just as they did centuries ago. I'm going to actually go ahead and tell some spooky stories um, of personal encounters of the Jersey Devil as well um, from some of these spottings. In October of 1790, a woodsman named Vance Larner saw a horrible apparition in the New Jersey Pine Barrens, describing it in his diary as follows. It was neither beast nor man, nor spirit, but a hellish brew of all three. It was beside a pond when I came upon it. I stopped and did not move. Nay, I could not move. It was dashing its tail to and fro in the pond and rubbing its horns against the tree trunk. It was as large as a moose with leather wings. It had cloven hooves as big around as oak trunks. After it was through with the tree, it yielded an awful scream as if, it, as if it were a pained man and then simply flew across the pond until I could see it no more. That's just one of the stories describing the Jersey Devil. Then yeah. 215 years later, um, this is recognized as one of the first sightings of what was to come to be known as, now we know, the Jersey Devil. Um, and it's actually the far from the last um, happening and description that has been seen. Encounter with the Beast. Um, actually, in November of 2004, a young man in the region reported this as follows. We saw this huge shadow go over us, and then we saw it land in front of our path. Now, it was only like a few feet away from us. The creature looked like it was going to start walking towards us, when out of the corner of my eye, I saw something else move. I turned in fear, thinking it was another one, but it was actually just a deer running past. The creature also turned to look at, to look at them. I then felt my brother tug on my arm and yell, run. We ran. The creature was about six feet tall with a wingspan of about eight feet. It was a grayish brownish color with hoofed feet and had horns like a ram. The head looked like a horse or a dog and it had arms like a gorilla. Stories of the Jersey Devil, also known as the Leeds Devil, are typically a feature of the South Jersey folklore. The meaning of these stories differs according to different hearsayers. Um, to some, the Jersey Devil is an unknown beast, a cryptozoological specimen living in just simply a remote area. To others, he's a supernatural monster, the product of a curse by a mother for an unwanted baby or of a priest of a wicked family. Some think he's a pure hoax, and others think he's a product of outright imaginations. To still others, he's a campfire tale, a spooky feature of camping trips in the New Jersey Pines. Oh, there we go. So there's just some firsthand accounts um, about um, spottings of the 
Jersey Devil. Did you know that now the Jersey Devil is the world's tallest single rail roller coaster and opened at Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey? Dang. So there's actually a roller coaster that's a 130-foot drop. It has a 130-foot drop. Um, basically, you plunge down at 60 miles an hour and then <laughs> ask yourself, <laughs> what in the devil are they thinking? Oh. <laughs> Am I right? So, yeah, I would highly recommend um, getting the chance to go. The park says it's the world's tallest, fastest, and longest single rail roller coaster, towering 13, <gasps> 13 stories high. 13? Why? 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 Why would they do this to us? And the coaster actually takes riders over 3,000 feet of track. Oh, no. So I would highly recommend, if you are in the New Jersey area, please Go on the Jersey Devil. Oh, I got to talk about Summer Camp Island. So, literally, it's so funny that we're talking about this topic today. Because I literally just watched Summer Camp Island. You have to go watch it. So, Summer Camp Island is this adorable cartoon made by Cartoon Network. It's on HBO. If you have HBO, go watch it. So, basically, um, it's so cute. Because it's about... um, So, they, like, walk into the woods. And, like, the camp, it's, like... Uh, I probably don't know if I can sing the song, but it's like, uh, how does it go? Um, damn. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's like, welcome to summer camp Island. Uh, everything is fun here when witches make the rules. And so like the camp is run by witches, right? Oh no. So the witches are in the forest, like taking down the pine barren trees. And then they're like, hey, those look like the pines from New Jersey. Cause the show, like the characters are from New Jersey. Um, and they're like, oh, those look like the trees from back home. Why are you tearing those down? And she's like, um, I'm building a new spa resort. <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> and no. so then the characters are like, what? And she's like, yeah, I only put these trees up here to see if the Jersey devil would follow us over to summer camp Island. <laughs> and then she's like, oh yeah, well, and then one of the other campers is like, oh, we saw the Jersey devil. And then they're like, oh, really? So they go on this like long, complicated tale, like backstory of how they were like canoeing on this trip with their dad. Um, And then like the Jersey devil ate their sandwiches. Their sandwiches? Yeah, that got soggy. So they hung them out to dry. And then the Jersey devil ate them. Um, but anyway, and then the witch is like, um, you could not see the Jersey Devil. The Jersey Devil is a pro at playing hide and seek. No one's even seen the Jersey Devil. So then the other character, her name is Hedgehog. She goes, oh, so you admit it yourself. You wouldn't even know if the Jersey Devil was here in the pines. So you shouldn't tear it down and turn it into a spa resort. So basically the whole message was like, stop deforestation. But also (laughs) the Jersey Devil. (laughs) And so they're like, so the Jersey Devil might be living in these woods and you wouldn't know. So that's why you shouldn't tear down the forest to build your spa resort. And then at the very end, she's like, you know, whatever. I don't even need a new spa resort anyway. And then on the very last scene of the show, Oscar, the main character, um, he takes out his sandwich and he leaves it on a tree stump for the Jersey Devil. Oh, it's so sweet. So I freaking love Summer Camp Island so much. Is Please it? go watch it. It's my new binge. It's like my happy time show. Also, it's really gay. So I highly recommend it to everybody. Like, this is the most... I love how you 
you just outright say it's really <laughs> it's gay. It's so cute. <laughs> like I literally like there's literally gay ghost dads. There are go- gay ghost dads in this show. Okay, that's pretty cool. That's up our alley. That's pretty cool. This is up the Polter Gals alley. That's pretty cool. So anyway, everybody out there that's listening, shameless plug. I mean, it's not even I don't even, I don't have no say in this. I'm just this is something I enjoy as a human being. So please Go watch Summer Camp Island. Go find the episode with with the Jersey Devil, and go watch the episodes with the gay ghost dads. Thanks. Then um, now we're transitioning over from cryptids to creepy ghosts. Yay! All right. So the first story is the ghost of a small boy. Billy. Billy, the small boy ghost. Billy's found. We found again. Billy. We found him again. So um, Billy is said to haunt the Atco area. Area that's A T C O Atco. The victim, um, he is said to be the victim of a hit and run, and he roams Burnt Mill Road, still in search of his killer. If you drive down the road at night, turn off your lights, you might actually just see a boy running for his ball across the road. That's creepy. I know. That's, nope. Nope. Oh my gosh. And then um, our second story is of James Still. Um, James Still was an African-American doctor, um, actually during the time of sla- uh, slavery. Um, legend says that he was lynched when locals found out that he was practicing medicine. Some say he died of natural causes, but most believe he's just a friendly ghost, um, assisting those lost or injured in the area. Mm, he's Th- just a sweet little Thanks, soul. James. I appreciate I it. Help. You, you do you, James. You do you. Some of the other ghosts um, include a blonde woman, a white stag, a black dog, and a headless spirit of an infamous pirate, Captain Kidd. Oh. I want to pir- see a pirate ghost. That'd be pretty cool. Arg, you're Sorry. shivering me timbers, am I right? <laughs> huh? Okay, you Jack, have to, okay, Jack Sparrow. You mean Jack Spirits, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> see what you did there. See what I did there. Captain Kidd. Um, anyway, of course, um, with the milling industry being incredibly dangerous, um, there are actually many spirits of maimed workers or even workers that were killed um, that linger on in the Pine Barrens as well. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually a place called the Ghost Lake Trail. Um, the Ghost Lake Trail is at uh, Ginny Jump State Forest, um, and it's just a short hike of like fewer than a, like two miles. Um, and many actually claim that this is a very haunted area. So um, as legend has it, the park is actually named after a girl who lost her life there. Um, not to mention, you have to drive down Shades of Death Road um, to even enter the park. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, don't worry. Um, just keep going and then make a right onto Shades of Death. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah, definitely. That sounds like a fun time. Um, but yeah, so you go down Shades of Death Road, and then you just make a little turn over here on, like, you know, Ghost Lake Trail. It's totally fine. Don't worry about it. But yeah, and then you're like, oh, now it's time to hike. Hello? I think we're getting haunted. <laughs> I'm hearing some polter stuff. I don't want to look over my shoulder. I don't want to see the polter gals. <laughs> Yikes. But anyway, that is just a few of the uh, sightings and ghost stories. Um, and of course, the most popular is, in fact, the Jersey Devil. 
Oh, and if you guys haven't, um, go watch uh, or go listen. It's another podcast. It's called ABC Cryptozoology. Oh. Um, and they actually did an episode about the Jersey Devil. So if you haven't heard of them, um, it's a father and daughter duo. Um, and the father actually and, and the little girl talk about cryptids. So they're going through the alphabet, and for every letter, they're doing a cryptid. That's it is one cool. of the cutest podcasts ever. And if you're definitely into cryptids, then you should check it out. That's I cool. freaking love ABC Cryptozoology. Also, if you're wanting another podcast about like superstitions or like uh, creepy critters, cryptids, um, go follow Superstitions um, on uh, Parcast. Oh, it's so good, and they talk about like you know like black cats and like the origins of like where different superstitions come from and stuff. That's pretty cool. But yeah, so that's pretty cool and I would highly recommend it. Anyway, that is all for today. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to Polter Gals. And don't forget, uh tune we cannot do this tune in. Tune in. Tune we- in to all of our socials because we can't do this without you all. Exactly. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and shout out to our Patreon member, oh, yeah. Megan Lee. Thank you, Megan. Gotta love we you. appreciate you. Any and other baby ghosts out there, please? Please. We'll we, be have- your, we can be your gay ghost moms. <gasps> yeah. Oh, okay. If you become a baby ghost, we then you, you're adopted into our family of <laughs> gay ghost moms. <laughs> There you go. Thanks. And uh, we have been posting. <laughs> That's all. There, so, yeah. Thank have you a guys. Great weekend and see you all next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>